0: The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM
1: East Lansing.
2: Hello, and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University, as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure. Hello and welcome to Exposure. I'm your host, Callie Neese, and I'm here today with Dylan Scott
1: from Capitol Green Acapella. Welcome to Exposure. Thanks for having me. So first and foremost, tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do.
0: Yeah, so uh, like you said, my name is uh, Dylan Scott. I am a senior here at MSU studying uh, media and information with a concentration in film and media production. It's kind of a mouthful. Um, but in terms of Capital Green, I am on the executive board. I am our PR manager. So anything you guys see on our social medias and website, that's all me as of now. Um, but yeah.
1: So, can you tell me a little bit about your singing background? Like, how long have you been singing? How it all kind of started?
0: Yeah. So, I'm kind of the black sheep in my family in terms of, I guess, the creative arts and singing. I didn't really grow up in. A musical household um, I did a lot of sports growing up as did a lot of people in my family um, but come high school I kind of met a lot of people that were doing band and I eventually uh, did the marching band come my junior year and with that uh, a lot of those people also did theater and although I didn't really have any interest in it at the time um, once I saw Uh, the performance of Dracula that they put on, I was like, whoa, I need to be a part of this in some way or another. So I started off doing tech, you know, just doing Mm -hmm. a lot of the lighting, a lot of that behind the scenes stuff. And then uh, eventually come my junior year, people were like, you got to audition, you got to audition. I'm like, "Uh, I don't really know. So um, long story short, I ended up auditioning and getting a lead role um, in the spring semester. So I was kind of thrown in the deep end there. But um, I'm very blessed to have the support system that I did at the time. And of got over my fear of uh you know performing in front of people and uh, i kind of learned a lot and mm-hmm. uh, because of that i got more comfortable singing in front of other people because for the longest time i liked just singing on my own but not really in front of any other people i was kind of insecure about it but um once i kind of hopped over that hurdle i began to love performing it was a complete 180. So. Um, my high school didn't really have any a cappella groups per mm-hmm. se. I guess I have more of a musical theater background, and that's kind of where a lot of my singing experience comes from. But once I graduated and came to MSU, I remember vividly getting a email. It was one of the first uh, emails I got to my MSU email, and it was for Discords, a different a cappella group. But um, going out and auditioning the fall semester of my... Um, freshman year, uh, that kind of exposed me to all the different acapella groups. And although I didn't get into a group my freshman year, I had a friend that I made in the same major as me mm-hmm. who joined Capital Green, which is the group that I'm in now. So come the following fall of my sophomore year, I'm like, okay, I need to give these people a chance. I need to like actually try, because it was one yeah. of the groups that I didn't even uh, have on my radar my freshman year. Um, so I go I go out and audition. Everyone is super nice, and um, I guess they liked my audition enough, and they called me back, and here I am now, two years later, on executive
1: board. Can you tell me a little bit about the audition process? Like, how does that work?
0: Yeah, so it's actually pretty uh, chill and laid back, uh, especially being on both ends now. Um, you just go in, and you have um, typically a verse and a chorus of any prepared song that you want that you mm-hmm. feel, you know, shows off your voice part, however that means to you. Um, and then we'll do like a quick like icebreaker thing, kind of just like asking a goofy question, just to kind of um, put the auditionees at ease. Like, oh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Or mm-hmm. does pineapple belong to yeah. pizza? Just a little conversation starter, just to you know show that we're people too, and that we're not like trying to be all you know yeah, yeah, judgy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty laid back, and uh, it it definitely helped me when I first went in as an auditionee, um, because obviously like a lot of people take it super seriously, but, you know, a lot of people just get caught up in nerves and kind of just getting put at ease, uh, really solidified that this was the group for me.
1: So you said you didn't do acapella before you came to college. What was it like transitioning from like musical theater to acapella? Because acapella is a lot different because you don't have any background music; you're all your own music.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely a little bit of a shift, but it's honestly kind of pulling the reins a little bit because it's a lot. I guess it's a lot more chill. I would say because although that you're still reading music and you have specific parts to play, it's not. It's, it's a bit more laid back because you can kind of bounce off of other people and you can kind of see how your vocal part fits in with everybody as a whole chorus as opposed to, you know, you're acting as a character on stage in a musical mm-hmm. and these are the songs that you sing in and these are the lead parts that you have and it's it's less performance-based. Of course, we still perform and we get into it, but it's, it's more communal, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, Acapella is definitely, you know... Not removed my individuality because that's not that's not at all the case, but it's it's helped me show how my vocal part can fit in with a group of other people and yeah. how it it almost helps me focus on the composition part of music because you know with musical theater like I said before you have like you it's just a collection of like soloists and then maybe some chorus in the background, but with acapella it's a constant group effort and even if one part is removed you know, the whole song doesn't sound fully Mm -hmm. complete. So everyone is needed and um, it's just a lot of fun.
1: If I'm not mistaken, Capitol Green is MSU's oldest co-ed a cappella group. Oldest
0: and hottest. That is our (laughs) oldest and hottest uh, co-ed a cappella group on this side of the Red Cedar.
1: Yeah, and so what's it like being part of like such a cool like historical club?
0: Yeah, that's, I didn't realize it at the time of joining, but it's... it's really made me feel super lucky on, you know just being here and being part of something so historical and you know when we do tailgate singings and stuff on campus and we see like you know grown adults that are like hey I used to be in this group that's like wow you're like you've lived such a different life but yet we have this one thing that connects us and by the time I graduate and have kids that will be of college age and this group is hopefully still standing like I'll have that to connect to older people or younger people that are graduating in like 2040 or whatever the year is so
1: and what kind of positions are in your club because you said you're on like e-board and I know there's like presidents so tell me a little bit like a rundown of yeah so
0: positions our executive board is uh split up into um four different positions so we have our president we have which is Cooper Burton um PR manager which is me uh we have our music director which is Casey Taft and then we have our treasurer, which is Alexandra Wallman. Wallman. Um, so essentially the president, you know, he takes care of all the brunt work in terms of, you know, like reaching out to people and organizing mm-hmm. uh, gigs and whatnot, and is the main communicator, I guess, between other organizations or other people. Um, our treasurer works a lot with fundraising and really anything money related, as well as attendance, uh, keeping track of, you know, if people are or aren't able to come to rehearsal um my job is maintaining our social media presence keeping that updated and um you know just anybody that reaches out to us via Instagram or Facebook that may have questions or any comments mm-hmm. just making sure that presence is key because that's always uh, super important for groups nowadays um and then our music director obviously leads rehearsal um focuses in on different vocal parts and how we sound as a whole and just making sure rehearse Can you give me a little uh, rundown, rundown of what like?
1: a day in the life is like at Capitol Green?
0: Yeah, sure, so typically we rehearse uh, two times a week. Uh, this week and next week we're doing three days a week just because we have uh, an upcoming fall concert, November 19th at Wells Hall, shameless plug. Um, but yeah, so typically uh, the first 10 to 15 minutes or so are dedicated to any upcoming announcement, any uh, e-board updates, you know, cause we'll have um, meetings outside of the group. Um, so just any updates for the rest of the group, and then uh, warming up obviously because you can't just sing uh, dry and hit those high notes without yeah. you know warming up your vocal cords. Um, and then typically we'll either break off into sectionals, which are uh, you know just getting into groups based on your voice part. We're doing a little bit less of that now, just for um, time sake and more efficiently. Um, so we're trying to look at music more outside of rehearsal so that when we do get together as a group, we can kind of just clean it up more and not spend a ton of time on, you know, individually learning, mm-hmm. you know, each measure. Um, obviously, we'll clean it up and we'll divide into voice parts and kind of uh, go over that individually with the music director to make sure that they all individually sound great so that when we put it together, uh, it all sounds amazing, obviously. Um, but yeah, so it depends on Uh, How quickly we get through that, we'll typically tackle anywhere between like one to four songs, uh, depending on how fresh the material is. uh, If we're kind of just refreshing things before a gig or a tailgate singing. Um, And then the last 10 minutes or so are kind of just wrapping things up, any closing remarks, and we do our little uh, ritual goodbye
1: What do you guys do like outside of the club that isn't like necessarily singing? like what kind of bonding stuff do you guys like to do together? Yeah,
0: so we're we're all very much friends outside of um, the group, obviously. We actually had a, a little retreat a couple weeks ago. We went up to uh, an Airbnb uh, cabin off of Lake Huron. It How was fun. amazing. Um, it was a little cold, but it was it was a fun time. It felt like we were up north even though we were kind of just uh, out east. Um, yeah we'll we'll just get together and you know we we stay active in a lot of group chats we obviously have a more serious Mm -hmm. one for all um, important announcements but we have you know multiple group chats that we keep in touch with Um, you know sometimes if we're just doing something we'll text in the group like hey like I'm going to get coffee does anyone want to join or hey I'm going to be posted up doing homework here if anyone wants to join or you know just trying to Find anything to just do stuff outside of the group, because especially after Retreat, I think we all got a little bit closer, especially taking in uh, about seven or eight newbies, uh, which is what we call our new members, which was more than half of what we had initially to start after all the people from last year graduated. Um, So Retreat was a great bonding experience, and following that, um, we do really miss each other outside of rehearsal, so we do try to keep in touch as much as we can.
1: Why did you join Capitol Green over any of the other acapella groups on campus?
0: So honestly, um, it obviously helped having a friend in the group already, but Mm -hmm. I could just tell from the other two auditions, I'm not going to say the groups because I obviously don't hold any animosity towards Mm -hmm. any of them, but um, Capitol Green was the third group that I auditioned with and just out of the gate, I can tell like there was just a change in energy. They were just A lot more carefree and they were like I I felt seen and heard like they they really cared about how I was doing in the moment and putting me at ease uh, during my audition was very important to them and it seemed like from hearing other people's experience that was the same way and obviously now being on the other end of it we do care about um, how people are feeling going in because you know that's really important Um, but just from the conversations that I had with the people and just you know even the little support that I was getting f- immediately following uh, my audition, even though I was like, I eh, it could have been better. Um, it was just amazing. And, you know, just getting that phone call that I was in the group, that was like one of the happiest moments of my MSU career.
1: And can you tell me a little bit about like competitions and what goes on at competitions?
0: Yeah, so definitely we're trying to get um, back into the swing of things following COVID. Um, but typically, the two main or the two big uh, consistent ones that we try to do uh, one is Acapulcoza, which we had um, about a month or so ago. That's where all the MSU um, acapella groups get together at one location, and they kind mm-hmm. of put together a little set, mostly to show off the new talent. Um, so either any newbies that have any soloists, or um, you know, just any any new material that we may be working on, just to get a glimpse of. You know what we look like this year, because mm-hmm. obviously it's constantly changing with new people graduating and uh, more people coming in. Um, and then the big one that we prefer, prepare for is ICCA in the spring semester, which, mm-hmm. yes, it's the same thing as Pitch Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so in approaching that, we actually at retreat, um, we decided our ICCA set. Obviously before that we had a group chat where everyone got to submit up to two song requests. And then we spent probably about four to five hours together discussing all of them and slowly narrowing it down to um, our ICCA set. We have Mm -hmm. a max of, I believe 10 minutes. uh, So that's about like three-ish songs. I know in past it used to be like 12. So now we have a little bit less time, but um, yeah, I believe I will have to double check the date, but I believe ICCA is February at least that's what it was before COVID but yeah we we sat down and we recorded um an ICCA submission video which I actually borrowed some of Impact's uh, audio (laughs) equipment so thank you Jeremy um yeah so we had that and we submitted that a couple weeks ago we will find out if we are accepted to perform in the next week or two I believe so if that's the case uh Following our fall concert, November 19th at Wells Hall. Uh, that will be our main focus until.
1: I... Can you tell me a little bit about like scoring at competitions? Like, how do they decide one group's better than the other?
0: Yeah, so obviously, I can't speak on behalf of the judges, but definitely, big things that are important in making your group stand out is. Uh, Your choreography, because obviously if you just stand on stage and just sing, that's not going to be as impressive as people that are moving around and getting into it. Um, It's also really great for audience involvement and kind of just making yourself memorable. So, Choreography is definitely a huge thing, especially for ICCA. Uh, Having solid vocal percussion, that's like a category in itself. Um, Oh, and then another big thing is just your set as a whole. Um, a lot of people try to do seamless sets, uh, which that means like every song flows into one another. Uh, you don't necessarily have to. Um, but from what I've seen, that helps a group stand out. Um, but whether or not it's seamless or not, just do your songs fit together? Because if you have very drastic songs that don't really go together, uh, mm-hmm. that obviously isn't, um, the best thing, but you also, to play devil's advocate you do want to have a little bit of everything like it's it's great to have a ballad it's great to have you know a really hype song for audience involvement and maybe somewhere in the middle and kind of having all of that um gives a lot more diversity to your group and kind of showing off like hey we can get really crazy and fun and we can also do Mm -hmm. some soft haunting ballad stuff so it's all about finding that balance
1: what other kind of performances do you guys do
0: So we try to do a lot of tailgate singing, uh, especially during the football season. Uh, We'll kind of just go around with a bucket and we'll post up on uh, different areas on campus and just say, hey, we're MSU Capital Green and we'll perform a few songs. We have like dedicated uh, tailgate singing uh, songs. Um, And then other than that, we uh, try to look out for any fundraising opportunities. Uh, We also do get, groups or different people that reach out to us that, uh, want us to perform for their event or something. Like earlier this semester, we had a charity 5k, um, that reached out to us and said, Hey, we're having this outdoor event. We would love it if you came out and perform. Um, and I believe a couple other, uh, of the MSU groups were also a part of that, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of just scattered stuff throughout the year. Uh, we try to reach out to people and people reach out to us, but other than that, Acapulco and ICCA are definitely the two that we try to hit on each year.
1: Do you guys get to travel a lot for your competitions, or are they pretty local?
0: Um, for the most part, they are pretty local, or at least like within the state. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, with ICCA, uh, that is a little bit further of a drive, and sometimes we'll have something that is across state. We don't typically do stuff that are out of state unless we, you know, Advance past uh, the -hmm. first round of ICCA because then it might change the region, especially in the last round that was hosted in New York, at least the one before COVID. Uh, But other than that, it's pretty um, local to Michigan.
1: And besides your fall concert, when is your next performance after that?
0: Uh, I believe after that, uh, we will be preparing for ICCA. So unless we have anything that comes up as of now, That will be the plan.
1: And when is your next set of auditions when you're gonna start letting people join again?
0: So uh, funny enough, uh, we are kind of in need of a vocal percussionist right now. We're kind of splitting the load um, between members of the group, but we are entertaining the idea of potentially having uh, winter auditions. We don't typically do them, but if that's the case, it will probably be towards the start of the spring semester in Mm -hmm. January. Um, but if not, we typically have them annually, uh, in September, typically the first week of classes. Um, I know earlier this year, I think it was like September 5th through the seventh or something like that. So, uh, typically pretty early on. We try to do like the start of whatever semester it is if we need to.
1: And if someone wants to audition, how do they sign up?
0: Yeah. So, Um, If you want to go on our website, msucapitalgreen.com, or you can reach out to uh, us, aka me, on our social media platforms, it should be msucapitalgreen on Facebook and Instagram. You can send me a DM. I will respond to you with any questions that you have. Um, But yeah, all of our information should be on our website. And obviously, closer to uh, when we are planning to have auditions, we are typically pretty good at staying active on social media and posting about any new information, any flyers that we make, um, and all that good stuff.
1: All right, well, before we go, would you like to shout anything out? Your Social medias, website, whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah, so uh, msucapitalgreen.com, uh, msucapitalgreen on Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's about it. Uh, This has been Dylan Scott from (laughs) MSU Capital Green.
1: Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. For more information on Capital Green, check out their website, msucapitalgreen.com, or our website, impact 89 fmorg Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having
0: me.
2: This has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly Exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us again on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.